Sharon, Bucky, what's going on on your end? Nothing, all quiet. I'm sorry, wait, who are I'm you? Captain America. I thought Captain America was on the moon. Popheads, and welcome to issue 154 of the TomCast Popcast. Coming to you once again from the Sam Sam Wilson's family boat. Charted it once again for this weekend. Figured, hey, this is going to be the last time we get to do this, so let's hang out with the Wilson family on their boat. Let's have a, 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 a crawdad broil. Is that what they were doing? That's what it looked like to me. It looked delicious. Let's be honest with you. Hi, thank you so much for listening. My name is Tom. I appreciate you taking the time to check out this, this what I consider to be a quality, independent pop culture podcast. Please make sure you're following us on the social media, at TomCastPopCast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, TomCastPopCast at gmail.com. Remember, we are on all your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, and so many, many more. If you're on Apple Podcasts and you have the time or the inclination to do so, please if you can give us a five-star review, that would be the biggest thanks I, or the biggest help you could possibly give this podcast unless you wanted to drive a dump truck full of cash up to it. That's the only other way. But this is a good option, too. Just write a review, five stars, perfect, perfect. And thanks in advance for doing so. All right, as I said, as you know, we're here for the conclusion, the final installment of Falcon of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series streaming on Disney Plus now. All episodes are available. We're here to discuss the, the 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 finer points of the episode. What we liked, what we didn't like. Was there stuff we didn't like? Was there stuff we liked? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting to think about. No, no. <laughs> I think you know where we're going. If you've stuck with us so far, I think you know what side of the map I'm falling on as far as like and dislike of this show. I'm all in. I've been loving the show. Uh, my brother has been loving the show. Uh, we're having a really good time with it, and and we're here for that final installment. So I think it's it's it's. L- l- listen, I don't I don't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tease this out. You know, I'm not gonna pull the taffy for too, for too long here. Pull the pull the taffy. That's what I said, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the conversation. But before we do that, we have to thank thank the most important people, the people who keep this podcast running. Those are the official members of Pophead Nation. You can become an official member of Pophead Nation by heading over to patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. Sign up, join the nation, get access to the amazing bonus content that we, we that we put out there. Uh, try to get something out there at least once a week, if not more, if not more frequently. And and yeah, it's the, it's a great way to support the show, and you get my personal thanks every single episode for doing so. So let's, let's thank those official members right now. Let's thank the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park. The Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. I had to say it more nasally. It's more fun that way. <laughs> Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pride Brewing Company, right here in San Diego, California, and the newest official member of Hophead Nation, Jesus Beer Hops, our new Hophead Ambassador. We're going to send him out all over the world as our ambassador to Pophead Nation. Uh, he's going to be doing good stuff for us. Welcome to the fun. Welcome to the family. Thank you so much for your support. 
Jesus, you're the man. Look forward to drinking a beer with you soon, soon, soon. All right, let's get into the show. I can't wait to talk about this episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So much good stuff. Let's get to it. But you first, you have to sit down, buckle up, hold on to your butts, and buckle up again. Here we go. All right, hey, joining us once again via the Skype, carving out precious time from his day to hang out with us and, and discuss this Falcon, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier series, streaming exclusively on Disney+. Plus. All episodes now available. My brother Mark is here from Los Angeles. How the heck are you doing today, sir? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm great. I, um, I had a chance to... I, I haven't had a chance to always watch every episode a second time before we do the show. Today, I did. And I'm very happy that I did because I really, really liked it. <laughs> okay. Okay. But before we get into the nitty gritty of the episode, uh, Mark, we do, we have a tradition on the show. You know that tradition. What's in your yes. glass, my friend? What's in your glass? Um, I am drinking Strand Brewing Co.'s uh, Blonde Ale. It's a 4% ABV, and their website isn't very good, so I wasn't able to get much information on it other than that oh interesting okay strand are they they're from are they from la or are they from ventura i can't remember they're in torrance torrance okay that's, okay so that yeah. is that is definitely your neck of the wood woods yeah. uh, i'm actually having a beer from your your part of town too i'm drinking uh three weavers light trails west coast ipa a 7.2 percent uh, uh west coast with simcoe amarillo idaho seven it describes it as having a blazing bouquet of flavor with notes of lemons, grapefruits, and sweet peaches. And it's delicious. And uh, these guys are in Inglewood now, I think. I think they moved to a bigger location up in Inglewood. All right. I, I, I want to say they started in Torrance as well, but uh, I think they've got a bigger facility now. Cool. Yeah. And uh, this is really good. And uh, it's, a, it's a cool brewery. I've always really liked Three Weavers, and they just seem to get a little bit better uh, every time I have something from them. All right. All I'll right. Check them out. All right. Well, let's get into let's get into our our topic today: the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the series finale, the season finale, potentially the series finale. We're not really sure, uh, because well, listen, there's some news that broke. I don't know if you've had a chance to come across this yet, uh, but it has been announced: Captain America four currently in development with the with the head writer from this series, as as the, we move forward with with, what, with a lot of the stuff that was set up in this episode. Okay. Yeah, Malcolm Spellman will write the screenplay along with a uh, staff writer uh, Dallin Musan. Musan, I think is how you say his name. So they're taking over from the the Russos, who famously handled Captain America after Joe Johnson had finished with uh, First Avenger. So it looks like right. uh, a new era of Captain America is coming to the big screen, and it's Sam Wilson. Spoilers. <laughs> 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 and it look and uh, listen, don't be surprised if it's going to be. Uh, you know the Winter Soldier by his side, so I'm I'm pretty excited, and I think I think putting that information out there, I I wanted to put that out there at, at the front of the show because I kind of wanted to um kind of uh, uh I wanted to get some I don't know not I can't think of the word I want to use right now, but we're we, you know we're going to talk about some of the plot stuff in this in this episode, and I think that information kind of helps shape a little bit of the narrative that we're going to talk about here because there are some unresolved things in this episode. Mm -hmm. And I think with that in mind, knowing that it's probably going right into a movie can help kind of uh, uh, 
taper our, our conversation a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's get to the episode itself. Mark, what was your overall opinion of this episode? Marvel mediocrity strikes again. Wow. Wow. Harsh. <laughs> Oof. Um, no, they just, you know. So Falcon doesn't stick I, his landing here, huh? Well, see, that's the thing I'm not sure of because after I finished watching it, I thought that was better than the ending of Wanda. Okay. But after having slept on it, I'm honestly, I'm not so sure. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. This, this was a, a very mixed bag of an episode for me. I, I think that was one reason why I wanted to watch it one more time before we did the show today because my first viewing, I enjoyed it, but I had more questions and more concerns about certain story elements. There are still little things in here to, to nitpick and, and uh, story aspects that I don't quite agree with necessarily. Uh, and we'll talk about those. And again, like I said, having the information that, that some of this stuff may be part of the plot for the next Captain America movie uh, you know, again, is, is probably part of the conversation too. Uh, but I, I really like this episode overall. I think, I think, I think overall it does everything it set out to do. Uh, we get to the places that we needed to get to, maybe not necessarily in, in the most conventional way. My biggest criticism of the episode is probably that it's, it's a little fast. I mean, like, like we kind of get to A to B to C really, really quickly. And I thought they might use a little bit more of a, of a runtime, you know, like like last week we had like a 50, 55 minute episode, uh, and this week we were like back down to forty, and I was like, man, they could have probably used another ten minutes just to kind of like let it breathe a little bit. Yeah, I think the runtime on this one was back down to fifty five, and um, I definitely think they could have they could have used another twenty minutes to a, another half hour just to to make the events of it seem more impactful. The the mid credits stinger scene ends at forty six nineteen or I'm sorry forty six ten. Okay. Um, so yeah, a forty five minute episode, and it, like I said, I think it probably could use another five five to ten minutes of um, I don't know if development is the right word, but you know, kind of kind of hammering home a little bit more of the of the themes they were trying to get to. That's my only criticism of the episode, really. I, I, I can't come out and, and listen. I, was, I mean, the one thing that doesn't land for me is the Sharon Carter story. And I think that's because that's setting up something else. Right. Yeah, that, that didn't land for, for me either. Um, but I think part of that was because, you know, in this episode, spoilers, we <laughs> have the big reveal that she is the power broker. But everyone's been speculating this for about three weeks. So, and I understand it's a hard thing. How do you have a big reveal like that when everyone has kind of sort of known it for a good amount of time, but yeah, it just, it just didn't feel very dramatic. Yeah. And you know, I, 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 like I said, that's the one area of the the story that I had some, some, uh, some, some picks, some nits to pick. Um, but again, I have to kind of hold it in context to like, okay, there's gonna be a Captain America four, and, and I mean, that, this is kind of how Marvel works. There's gonna be some dangling plot threads that they were gonna go back to and revisit at, at, at another time. This is clearly one of them. Uh, um, and John Walker's new role as the U.S. agent with with uh, 
the Contessa obviously is something that's kind of going to be a little bit more developed further down the road too. Right. But I think, I think this episode does right by its characters. And I think that's probably the key to my, to my enjoyment of it. You know, I think Sam's journey is, is, is good. And, and Bucky is good. And, and even with John good. So it, 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 it succeeds far more than it fails in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> but let's let's talk about the specifics. I mean, let's kind of. This is a big action-packed episode. I mean, we dive right into the action. We pick up right where we left off with the flag smashers uh, taking the, the 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 GRC council hostage. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not. If I were to pick another nit, it would be like I'm not crazy about the flag smashers' plan, <laughs> but you know, like moving them to another location, a secondary location. Yeah, it it was. Um unnecessarily convoluted and complicated no and i think it i think it was i mean it's one of those sort of things where it's like okay this was their plan because this gets us into bigger set pieces and gives each of our characters kind of like a moment to to uh be to shine a little bit you know right i mean it you know it allows for the characters to to split up and and be on their own Mm -hmm. yeah so in, in in that regards i suppose i can uh, let it slide <laughs> as a, as a, as a criticism of their plan. No, not, not necessarily... It kind of feels, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say, it kind of feels like, uh, like old Marvel, Marvel before Marvel, like X two, when they have to split up all the, all the different mutants and have them go be in like one-on-one fights because they don't have a, a budget to do like a big group battle. Well, it is neat to have a character like, like Sam in his, in his new Captain America costume, but still very much the Falcon, you know, having, his flight powers. So now you can do air and ground stuff, which is kind of cool and a neat element. And they, right. they, they use that. I thought they used that uh, to maximum effect in this. And, and I thought it was quite enjoyable. Yeah, I, I did like that. What did, what did you think of uh, Sam's big entrance in the costume? I did like it. I mean, they pretty much answer right away that, okay, he, he kept the wings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Him flying to New York was a big giveaway. <laughs> yeah. So, so he keeps the wings. I'm I'm glad I'm glad that they 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 stuck to that that costume from from the comics. The the little bit of of it that I've seen, it, it it's very similar. Um, it's extremely I similar. It, I was I was actually surprised how like dead on it was to the comic book. I was like, whoa, they really didn't change much of this at all. Yeah. Um, so I thought his entrance was good, and I I liked the suit. It looked a little bit puffy, but um, other than that, yeah, I liked it. I liked it too. I think the one thing I wanted to have answered that we don't have an answer for yet, that we never got to in this episode, does that suit, is it, is it like, like, we t- like we talked about last week, is, it, is there a vibranium in there? Is it vibranium based? Can he take a shot? Can he get hit with a gun? Can he take a bullet? It certainly did not look like it. It did not look like it, and I thought that was interesting. I was like, it made me wonder, like, why did we go to the Wakandans for this then? I mean, I guess that's like, you know, the only tailor Bucky knows is in Wakanda. (laughs) You can make a super suit. Sure, I guess, but yeah, I was like, wow, Wakandans are cheap. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, I I suppose from their perspective, you know, I mean, Sam is not a Wakandan. Why why should he get vibranium? I mean, I guess that's fair enough, but if if they're going through the trouble of like actually making him a suit. I, I just think they would do that. They're, they're behind Captain America. You know, they were friends with Steve Rogers Rogers. This is the guy 
Rogers hand picked for the role. So, well, yeah, and but to be fair, uh, well, yeah, I mean to be fair, I don't think they gave Steve Rogers vibranium shields in Infinity War. Fair enough, but but again, I mean Steve Rogers has a super soldier serum though. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I that, that was something I was kind of curious about. I was like, I was like, well, we had the Wakandans make this costume, and they didn't put any kind of like. Um, bulletproofing in there because it makes it seem like you know when, uh, skipping ahead to the big confrontation with with carly morgenthau um you know we get to that shot where sam the shield's been knocked away she's pulling the gun on sam and you're like oh can sam take a bullet and we don't get to find out <laughs> right and i was like oh I, I was waiting to see something super cool happen like it hit the, you know it hit the costume and you see you know kind of like the black panther effect where like it just right. steals that kinetic energy from it yeah i think I don't know if anything, you know, it looks like the wings might be vibranium, but, but the, the rest of the suit just, it just looks like a, a Captain America suit. Yeah. So. I, I, I do sort of think though the wings might be vibranium, but yeah, I get, you know, I, I don't have enough specs on the costume. I want more, I want more details and maybe we'll be able to get into that in the, in the movie. And this was all about like, we'll talk about the, the gear and the tech later. Like let's get to the mm-hmm. action. We got a lot of stories to wrap up here. Sure. Again, because like like we said, uh, this is 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 a pretty fast episode as far as that goes. You know, they they really kind of get to their their stuff fast here, and and don't always get into you know not not you know we're kind of sac- well I don't want to say sacrificing character stuff necessarily, but you know it's a fast paced action episode, and and I guess rightly so. I mean, rightly so, but. You know, I think the action ended around the 35 minute mark. The rest of you know, the rest of the episode was all was all epilogue and was all character stuff. Yeah, I think you're I think you're right about it. Actually, I think it even ends a little bit before the 30, 35 minute mark. Right. You know, because that's when we see. I think that's right around when, when we see uh, 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 Zemo's butler, uh, you know, blowing up the super soldiers. Oh right, yeah. Which I thought was really cool. I liked that a lot, actually. What did you think of it? <laughs> I liked it. I, I was like, good. Yeah, I like how, like, you know, despite the fact that, that Zemo turned himself in, basically, or surrendered himself to the Wakandans and is now in custody in the raft, he's still making things happen. You know, he, right. still, he still had a plan for the super soldiers. They weren't going to survive this, on his, not on his watch. Good. I like him. No, I, I, I dug that part of it. Um, yeah. What did you think of... Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't want to sell Sam's side of the story short, because I, I think Sam is incredible in this episode. I mean, he's he's... To me, he's the strength of the episode. He's uh, he drives the action. He drives uh, so much of the plot in this, and and it's it relies on the things that we've seen from him in previous episodes, like his compassion, his trying to help Carly, his trying to understand and sympathize with Carly. I I, I love their final confrontation where he won't fight her because it's not like he it's not like they're enemies. It's not like he doesn't understand where she's coming from, but he you know he just was like you're just going about this the wrong way. Right, I I really like that aspect of it. I'll be honest, I, I was so tired of Carly Morgenthau, I just didn't care. I you know well it's funny because I mean we we see when when Carly starts this episode or starts this starts the series I I think she's a much more sympathetic character by this episode I mean she's uh she's she's lost that I think you know you understand her situation but now the, the means by which she is going to go about. Uh, getting her objectives completed is is you know not not going to be condoned. Well, I think part of my problem with it is that I still we still in my opinion we still don't have a good idea, clear idea of what 
the GRC is doing, mm -hmm. and therefore what the flag smashers are even fighting against or fighting for, and therefore I could never find her to be that sympathetic of a character. And I think she just comes off as a whiny brat in this. <laughs> I, I disagree with that. Was I, she, I mean, we, we talked about like their, their, their situation, you know, being displaced when, when half the world's population came back, but you're not, you're not wrong about the, the GRC's um, uh, agenda and what they're doing here. If I, I mean, if I, I, I was sort of taken aback when they were talking about this, you know, redrawing borders thing. I was like, is this the first time we've heard of this? Because I don't, that was a plot point that I was like, I don't remember them ever talking about redrawing borders. Well, that was just something Sam said to them. He said, you can redraw borders. That's, that's all we know of it. And I figure we'll, we'll get to Sam's speech a little later. So, yeah, no, I definitely want your take on that. Um, Cause I, I feel like that's probably like, for a lot of people will be the moment that um might be the most uh um most of the kind of like the lightning rod of the episode i suppose you know what i mean yes <laughs> <laughs> well all right <laughs> <laughs> but listen i i again i liked i like the sam stuff a lot i think i think he i think anthony mackie uh did a great job and a lot of times he did it, it, he was asked to do things so uh, so subtly you know it mm -hmm. it's not like this great overt performance you know where he's just dominating the screen it's it's right. much more subtle there's much more nuance to it and i think that's a really interesting take for captain america you know and again we haven't gotten to the speech just yet but 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 when we do talk about it i i think it's an interesting take for this this new cap that we're going to have going forward uh, because you know we're we're very familiar with the Steve Steve Rogers you know got to save the world I don't have time to talk to senators <laughs> you know there's there's some threat like Steve was always running to some kind of you know peril and 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 this was much more of a like 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 Sam says to to Carly like I'm trying something different and I think he's gonna be a different Captain America and I think that's good you don't want a Captain America who's just gonna you know uh, having a, a having Sam as 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 a black man in America just try to emulate and, and do things the way Steve that would do them is not like, that's kind of boring. Well, right. I mean, he's just, he's going to do things his way and that's fine. And, you know, I like, I like Anthony Mackie in the role and I'm excited to see what they, what they do with the character. It, it was just the conflict with, with Carly that, like I said, I, I just I didn't really care much about because I think at this at this point, the character of Carly is not a sympathetic character. And I think Sam should by this point have come to the conclusion of like you I, I've tried with you. I've tried multiple times with you and you refuse to listen and you're doing this. You know, at the, like this is not the time to try to convince or dissuade or to dissuade her from doing what she's doing. Now's the time to stop her. Well, true, but she is just a kid at the same time, and I think he's hoping that, that, that she'll change, that she'll you know kind of see the error of her ways. But Carly's crossed the line. You know, when she killed Lamar, she crossed the line, and now she's willing to, you know, just completely kill all these these hostages uh, in the, in a worst case scenario uh, because. It, it will further their their agenda because the message is out there and and people support them, and you know obviously again that's she's she's way off the reservation on this one. 
Well, right. That's what that's I'm saying. That's a bad expression. I should, not, the... I should not say that. That is a terrible expression. I should not say that. <laughs> I apologize in advance. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> I did. Okay. <laughs> Oof. Wolf. The Tom. Get it together. Okay. But no, she is, she's, uh, she's, again, crossed the line. And she's not even close to it anymore. And I agree. And that's what I'm saying. She has crossed a line. And I just think at that point, you know, Sam just needs to, to get over trying to save her. Let her let her figure her life out from behind bars if he can get her there. Well, yeah, I, I, th- I mean, I think that's still his ultimate goal. But I like the fact that he refused to engage in conflict with her because that's clearly what she wanted. You know, she wanted to prove, you know, how she was her reaction to seeing him in, in like the Stars and Stripes was, was just so, so uh, like so vitriolic. And I, I like that. And I love the fact that, you know, she wanted, again, they're the flag smashers. She wants to, like, break these countries and these, these old ideologies down. And so fighting the new Captain America would, would, would be perfectly within her, 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 uh, pervi- her perspective. Sam's uh, complete lack of engagement, I, I, I think, was, like, the perfect counter to that, you know, to instead of you know, battling her rage with, 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 you know, whatever, with physicality. Uh, I, I think that was a, a, a frustration to her that she couldn't handle. Sometimes you got to fight fire with fire. Well, <laughs> all right. you know, I know where Mark's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think of, of, uh, of Bucky's uh, arc in this one? His, I thought he had a lot of great action in this, you know, he gets to ride a motorcycle around, gets to throw around that, that big metal arm of his, um, but again, Bucky's shining. Bucky's highlights don't really come until the end of the show, in my opinion. But Bucky's a strong yeah, force in this. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that that's that's what I was gonna say. I think you know the action with Bucky was was good. It was solid. Um, but his highlights, like you said, don't come until uh, the end of the episode. I don't know if you want to jump to that now or no. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're okay. Okay. No, I mean. You know the 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 resolution between him and and the old man. I forget the character's name. Sorry, um, but I thought that was handled very well. Um, I thought the old man took it pretty well. I mean, we didn't really see how he took it, but I thought there was going to be like a lot of screaming. I, and... <laughs> I thought there might be more to that scene. I'm 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 sort of curious if if you know some of it was cut for for time or or what. I, I'm I'm curious how that would have shaken out. Uh, I would yeah. like to see a little bit more of that personally, but you know, I, I, I liked that, that, that Bucky was, was doing, you know, to, he was, he was taking Sam's advice and he was doing the work, you know, and instead right. of like being this guy's friend and, and kind of like deceiving him the entire time, you know, he was honest with him. I, I really liked that. I thought that was an important uh, step for, for Bucky to take. Yeah, I thought so too. And, and I, I loved him. And, I loved him leaving the leaving the notebook with the, the with the with the therapist. Oh, yeah, that was good too. Um, but I also liked him looking through the window the the next day to see the old man, you know, having his his Wednesday lunch but yeah. by himself. And, yeah. And with the waitress that he had the date with, I, th- yeah. I, I thought that was all handled very nicely. Yeah, and then uh, you know, obviously, a good a, a nice moment for Bucky is at the end of the show when he's hanging out. With 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 uh, Sam's family and and their friends down there in, in Louisiana, uh, you know, you see a, right. a much happier Bucky than we've seen throughout this the series so far. It's like a Bucky who maybe has found a little bit of peace. Yeah, yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, so I I really like the way Bucky's arc has wrapped up. And so going into Captain America 4, assuming that, that Bucky's along for the ride, which I assume he will be, uh, I, I think we can get a really interesting new version of of Bucky slash the Winter Soldier moving forward. And, and I'm, I'm very curious to see how that's going to be. Because you, you kind of got a, a glimpse of their of their dynamic now, you know, now that Sam's got the shield and, and, and the title. Um, yeah. But I, I would love to see that more fully explored in the next film. Like how that dynamic is different than where we... You know, again, from episode one to episode six is is huge uh, between the two of them. But, you know, you imagine when you get to Captain America 4, there's going to be even more time for them to have developed and bonded with each other. So I, I can't wait to kind of see how they work together, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited for for the future stuff for for, for both these characters. I I love this team. I think it's a really great team, and and I think that's something that sometimes in in the in these Marvel movies it kind of gets overlooked is is sort of like the the partner aspect because it is Marvel. You know, Marvel doesn't do sidekicks, not not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Cap has always sort of been like the exception to that rule, uh, and sort of the develop the development of this partnership between these characters. I think is is, is just it's really it's it's really unique in the Marvel universe. Okay. I'll go yeah, I'll go along with that. You know, I mean you get like the the dynamic between like Loki and Thor, but they don't work together. You get you know, and Iron Man's dynamics are all over the place, you know, and Spider-Man's a, you know, all these characters are solo characters. Right. So to have 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 characters with they have to, it's sort of like a you know, I think we talked I think we joked about it in, in episode 1 about how it's like, oh, it's like Lethal Weapon. It's like a buddy cop show. I think now we're going to kind of get a buddy cop movie. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. And even on Disney Plus in the description, it says, like, action, adventure, buddy. Oh, does it say buddy on it? Yes. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about... I was was pleasantly surprised by the way John Walker was handled in this this episode. Uh, I would imagine you liked this quite a bit. Yes, more or less. Oh, okay, okay. We'll talk about that. Well, so I mean, I I liked what inevitably happened. Um, it was interesting because after our our conversation last week, um, I I kept thinking about it, and I was like, oh man, I'm pretty sure they're just gonna set John up as like um, Sam's version of the red skull like like his nemesis i know i i I, I, thought that as well yeah after talking to you last week i I was really convinced of it and i thought well that's that's kind of a bummer that that they're going to do that so i i like the fact that they they gave him that redemptive arc um that he does become u.s agent um and I, I liked his his introduction in this episode when he comes in, he's ready to kick some 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 flag smasher ass, and he he throws his shield, and Carly just kicks it away. Um, and that shield is a piece but, of shit. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that because you know what he he had like three or four super soldiers beating on crap him. Out of him. That's fair. And you and you know what it did its job. <laughs> it did the best it could. You know so, what and. You know, it's funny you say that because, you know, again, I was convinced they were going, you know, complete heel turn with John Walker. He was going to go full villain, 
you know, Bucky and, and Sam would would stop the Flag Smashers, and then they'd have to stop an out-of-his-mind John Walker from doing something completely horrific. It's kind of the way yeah. I thought it was going to go, because that final scene with him making his own shield, and, and, and you know, after the conversation he has with, with Lamar's parents, like, I was like, oh, this guy's losing his marbles. They're, they're going... They're going for it. They want the full heel, you know, steel chair to the back of Stone Cold's head. They want that thing going on. But they, they, <laughs> That's they exactly what they want. They didn't do that, and I was I was really pleasantly surprised by that. That they, they again, like you said, they sort of gave John a chance to sort of redeem himself. You know, there's that critical moment where he can pursue Carly and, and go after his vengeance, or he can stop and try to save that 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 truck full of, of senators. And he makes right. the right choice. He makes the right choice, which uh, to me like underscores what you what you've been saying the entire time is like, you know, John Walker is this character that's supposed to have a good heart and, and be the guy who wants to do the right thing, and so he, he chooses to do the right thing. Like he has sort of learned from that horrible mistake that he made that that cost him his his uh, uh you know m- maybe undeservedly earned, but still the title of Captain America. Sure. Yeah. And and yeah. So I liked that. Um... I, I do want to point out during during the fight while he's still, you know, kind of mad on Super Soldier Serum, when the uh, when the other Super Soldiers are beating on him and and we see his point of view from from under the shield. I was going to talk sees, about that. I was going to talk about that. Yeah. How he how he has the Medal of Honor is like a talisman for himself. Yeah, exactly. Like like I I thought that I thought that was really great. Um, I did too. I would, he, that was one of those things that surprised me. I really 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 dug that. Yeah. Um, when he and, and of course I'm happy that that he decided to 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 save the truckful of of senators, thus redeeming himself. I just thought it was a little bit funny and a little bit sudden because you see him kind of making his decision and he just shakes his head like he just had a you know like like a a rough blow or whatever and and, and he and I'm just like man if you had just shooken your head a little bit earlier. You might not have killed that guy. Well, and, and again, you might I, still be Captain America. And you know, perhaps I, I'm sort of curious if that's something that they'll dive into further uh, with him. If, if assuming John makes it into the next film, which I think is a good possibility. I mean, you don't bring Julia Louis Dreyfus into into the Marvel universe for no good reason. They don't don't put her in a movie. Uh, but but I, I I'm very curious if they're going to explore the effects of the Super Soldier Serum, and and you know maybe it's doing something to him that that is not cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there may be some kind of side effect happening there where he has to kind of... He he needs that... Like like I said, how he has the, has the Medal of Honor welded into his shield as like a talisman, and it sort mm-hmm. of allowed him to focus. Uh, and he sort of needs that, or else he can kind of go off on like... The, the only other equivalent I can think of is sort of like a, like a Wolverine Berserker rage and just kind of like follow his... his uh, you know, hot-blooded pursuit of vengeance or something like that. But he focuses, he regains his focus and is able to, to be like, okay, stamp that down, it's time to do the, the right thing here and not just go after revenge. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be interesting to see if if, if they do pursue that, um, looking into sort of long-term effects of this particular super soldier serum and, and, and whether or not, um, you know, it, it, it's it's affecting him negatively yeah. in in some way. And, um, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was yeah. I was gonna say I, I, it could also be something as simple as that, like like the 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 overwhelming power he now has at his fingertips is 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 sort of again sort of corrupting. So the 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 notion of of pursuing uh, 
your passions is stronger on the super soldier serum. Uh, but he again, he sort of has to kind of refocus himself to to make sure he makes the right decisions, like he's known for doing as a soldier when he was in Afghanistan, like Lamar tells us. Yeah, yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Um, so, yeah, I was just gonna say, I, you know, I, I I really liked what they did with John. I, I just it was just a bit sudden, and I think that that goes into what we were saying about the episode overall is that it, it's a very fast episode, and so it's like. You know, it looks like he's in kind of a berserker rage, and then it's he's able to just kind of suddenly snap himself out of it. That was that was my only that was my only criticism of it. Um, that and I felt like him and Bucky later on were a little too friendly with each other. I, that that was my my next point is, is again it, it it seemed like everyone was like very chill with each other all of a sudden. It's like you're not Captain America now. We have the shield back, so like we're cool. And it's like, are you though? <laughs> well, exactly. You know, but hey, I th- like I said, I think I think I think Bucky and and Sam were kind of jerks to John. <laughs> but I, I, you know, again, I think they see that he is there to help. Ultimately, yeah. despite the fact that maybe at the, at, the, at the beginning it was all about revenge, um, he is making the right choices and he is trying to do the right thing and and. Uh, you know, perhaps they finally recognize that because they aren't blinded by by their emotions about the shield being in his hands, right? So no, I, I, it was interesting. I, again, I would I would get, offer that as, as a, a little bit of a criticism as well that everyone's like, kind of friendly with each other all of a sudden. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I liked that John sort of just fell in line. You know what I mean? Like he right. sort of saw what Sam was doing. And, you know, just was like, Sam is leading. I'm fo- I'm going to follow. And, and that yeah. was, I really liked that for that character. I was like, you know, I was like, it's like, again, like we, they've been telling us since the second episode, John Walker is a good soldier. When, and right. when, when someone is out there is, le- is leading and commanding your respect, you follow and you, you do what you need to do to help them achieve their goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I, I was going to say is, um, you know, I like the fact that uh, John Walker, he's kind of a cheese ball. He is kind of a cheese ball. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed that. But, you know, and it's so funny because I, the, a lot of a lot of my favorite performances from Wyatt Russell have, like, that cheese ball element to them. And it's yeah. also very it also very much reminds me of his dad. <laughs> okay. So, so I, I, I really dig that. Like, when he, you know, when he is all excited about his U.S. agent title and, and the, new, the new costume, which I don't think I realized how similar his Captain America costume was to the U.S. agent until they turned it black. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is the same fucking thing. Yeah, because <laughs> my my familiarity with the U.S. agent costume isn't as strong as yours, but I was kind of wondering that. I, I did think, like, oh, I, I, I think this costume is very similar to that. But, yeah, I mean, the, the flag's yeah. not as overt as it is in the right. comic books, but, yeah, I mean, it is like, oh, yeah, they just fucking took the blue out and put it black. Why not? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, looks good. I can't wait to see what they... I, I, I'm very curious to see what they do with that character, and I hope now that he's U.S. agent officially, maybe some people will get off his back. <laughs> leave, leave Wyatt <laughs> Russell alone. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be curious to see. I, I mean, I feel I'm pretty certain he'll show up in Captain America 4. I, I almost feel like you know, the show was just kind of set up for the next, I mean, let's say trilogy of, 
Captain America movies. Yeah, and I, I, you know, and I suspect it'll it'll sort of play out with you know, uh, you know, Sam and Bucky are are pursuing, you know, X object or X objective. And Contessa will deploy John, and if she has a super team yet, because the big rumor is she's going to be the one assembling the Thunderbolts, you know, okay. and it would put them in conflict with each other, or, you know, they're trying to do the same thing, but they're getting in each other's way. So, you know, so that's, again, crazy speculation, but you, you would imagine these characters were introduced in the show so that they, they can play out and play off each other in a, in a live, in a, in a big Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, and we know the relationships. Yeah. So I, I really like that they did a lot, of, a lot of that legwork, a lot of that groundwork, and established it all in this in this series. So that when the movie does come out, we're like we're we're caught up already, and we just get we can just get into it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, we don't we don't need to spend more time um, with with like you know origin stories. <laughs> you know, we can just go into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like that very much. Um, all right, let's get into it, Mark. Let's talk about. Sam's big speech to the the GRC council. Okay, let's do it. What what do you got? What do you got for me? I feel like, like I said, I think this is the lightning rod. This might be the most divisive moment amongst fandom. Uh, how to how to play for you? From my notes on the episode, the speech. Oh God, the speech. <laughs> Not a fan, huh? This was horrible. Oof. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean. First and foremost, you know, let's kind of go back to to what we've said multiple episodes of this episode. It's like we don't really know the situation with the GRC. So it's kind of hard to even to even really formulate thoughts about this speech because we don't exactly know what they're talking about. We have a vague idea of it, but so it, it almost, it, it, you know, I, I say it's horrible, but at the same time, it also makes it kind of hard to criticize it or to not even criticize it. I should say critique it. You know, I, I don't how much, how much do you want me to, to go into? Go, go no, into go ahead. Go, go, go ahead. Well, no, no, no. I, I'd, I'd rather, you know, like, like what are your thoughts on it? Um, I, I, I don't, again, you and I are on the same page about the GRC stuff. A lot of it's been vague and kind of, obtuse in a lot of senses you know we, we just don't really understand what's going on here we just ha- sort of have like what our characters have told us like the random bits of exposition that we get um for me the speech worked because i looked at it kind of from a real world perspective like our, our real world perspective you know I, I took it out of the context of the marvel cinematic universe and i kind of applied it to just our lives and and a little bit of like what happened on on, on what was it January sixth, you know, with with uh, with you know, the storming of the Capitol and, and and those sort of things. And I was like, I, I kind of put it in that context. And and for me, you know, it, it that made it work. Okay. And and you know, again, I mean, how many times do you want to you do you want to like yell at like your senator or your congressman and be like, will you stop being a bunch of jerk offs and just do the right thing for God's sakes? <laughs> But I, I, yeah, I I understand that you know, but at the same time, it 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 makes it feel a little bit childish because you know Sam is giving this speech and and the looks on the actors' faces of the the, the senators um, just being like completely 
dumbfounded. Like, they've never heard these things before. Or like, oh, wow, I never thought of it that way. Yes, I'm just all of a sudden going to change what I'm doing. I, I just thought it was silly. Um, I don't know. I, like you I, know said, I liked it. I like... I liked it whenever they would tell him like you don't understand, you don't understand, and and he, you know, and, and Sam would have a, res, a, res, a response ready that like I thought was completely valid. I I thought his first response when when they said when, when the senator first says like like it's a, it's a complex situation that that you don't fully understand, and he says you're right, I don't fully understand, and that's the great thing. I I just I. Like that's a weak argument. I don't know. The, I think it shows that, that, again. It it shows that that Sam believes there's a better way, and maybe there's a little bit of naivety on his part because of that. But you know, again, what's what they're doing isn't working. It's inspiring, you know, insurrection against countless governments across the country, across the globe, and like if they keep going down this path, they're going to keep getting resistance. They're clearly going the wrong direction. But they're because they're not thinking, I don't know, three dimensionally enough or whatever. I mean, like it, it's again, like they said, it's a complex situation. But they're clearly going down the wrong path if they're inspiring people to to strike out against them and to insurrect against them. I'm, I I don't see that's that's my problem is that I don't necessarily I can't necessarily agree with that because I don't know exactly what the GRC is doing. And, again, and so I want to know. That's that your your What's argument that? your argument is completely sound. Again, I the, the vagueness of the GRC has been one of my big complaints about the series is like I just don't understand right. what their exact objective is other than like what Carly has told me or what I've heard from Sam or from John Walker or whatever. I I, I just don't it's it was just too vague, too again, too obtuse. Um I would have liked some more clarity on what exactly they were doing right and 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 so for me though like like there there were a, just a lot of lines in this speech that i i just i just rolled my eyes at or just kind of groaned because first off sam starts with the argument of one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter you can agree with that if you want to i don't agree with that I, I think to compare, again, what we know about the GRC, I think to compare them to Carly Morgenthau and their lot who were holding people hostage and, and willing to murder them, it, it like, no, it, it's not an apples-to-apples apples comparison. Right, but um, you got to look at the living conditions of the people that were in those GRC camps. I think that's the comparison you need to make, be, be making, is that they were these people were kind of being uh, treated almost inhumanely by the GRC. You know, in these sort of like, um, not uh, uh, what's the word I want to look for? I'm looking for like internment camps, basically. I, I, I again, I, I guess, you know, I, I mean, I know they, 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 they went to one of those, one of those places in what episode four? I think it was four, um, three or four, yeah. Yeah, and and I mean, it, it didn't strike me as an internment camp. It didn't strike me as a nice condition either. But it didn't strike me as an internment camp. Um, you know, and so then, oh, let's see, um, sorry, uh, my notes are kind of all, like Sam is saying, he said, he says to them, you control the banks. Like, no, they don't. They don't control the banks. And usually the argument is that the banks control the politicians. So I, it just, it's just, to me, it's just not a good argument. He says, you can move borders again. Really? 
who's going to give up space and who's going to take more like that's the kind of thing that 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 causes inter- that causes wars. Okay, okay, yeah, but like he's saying in this in the same speech you're mocking him for, they are now united in one cause, and they should be united in one cause, and that's helping these people. Okay, you're... first of all, I'm not I'm not mocking him for it. I'm just simply pointing out that I don't think that this is that this is a good speech. <laughs> and I think it's all over the place. I, I think the argument is. It's not a well thought out argument, right? But what he's asking these people to do is to put aside the political rhetoric and 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 all their grandstanding and and do the right thing, help these people. They are supposed to help these people. Politicians are here to help the people, and they're treating them like they're not people with any rights. Yeah, and I understand that, and that, and again, that like, yes, of course, that's the part of the speech that that yeah, anyone's going to agree with. But I, I, I think what the the sort of solutions Sam is throwing at them, it's just it's just not real, I don't, I don't realistic. Think, I, yeah, but I don't think he's necessarily throwing out solutions like this is what you're going to do. He's asking them to try harder and do better, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. But again, I don't. I don't know the the idea that 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 these people are not taking this situation seriously. I, I don't know. Maybe again, they're I not. Don't, I don't the think politicians a... don't take shit seriously all the time. So you know, what do I know? Again, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that that that. that. I'm just saying that, like he sees that they're on the wrong path. He sees what happened here with the flag smashers and the amount of of of, of people who came to their cause, who rallied around them. And he's like, he's like, this is the wrong path, and you're just gonna make more Carly Morgenthau's if you pers- if you continue down this path. And 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 again, that's fine. But w- again, we're not we're not seeing how that happened because we're not seeing what that path is. I again, I can't, I don't argue with you on that. I agree with you on that. I, I would love to know more about what the hell the GRC is actually doing. Um, so, but I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with Captain America. Being the character that says you need to do better, I'm I am a okay with that. I think it's I think it's so silly because I think it's so easy for anyone to say you need to do better. Right, but that's the kind of gravitas that that cat brings to the table, man. You know, when this is the guy, this is the guy who people look to as like sort of like the ultimate example of of doing the right thing. And if this is the guy who's holding your feet to the fire, maybe that is. A, you know, cause to, to, to pause and reconsider your position. Like maybe I am not evaluating this properly. Again, I, you know, again, we don't okay. know enough because they're vague. I don't, th- I don't think the speech is nearly as bad as you said. I know it's divisive. I understand that. I don't think everything he says is great. It can be a, a tad clunky. Um, but I, the overall theme of it, the overall message of it, I don't have a problem with. And like I said, I like that this is a different, Captain America than Steve Rogers. Like we never saw Steve Rogers get into these kind of confrontations with with you know elected officials before. You know everything was not with was, elected officials. Everything was shielded like... Hydra. You know, I mean, it was it was much more black and white. It was more black and white. But I think the thing, you know, my my thing about Steve Rogers is I felt like you know he just likes to lecture other characters, and I felt like this was totally in line with what Steve Rogers does. He's just lecturing <laughs> oh, politicians. <my> <laughs> Uh, I well, I like I said, it worked for me. I, again, I have the same problems you do because I, uh, the, because of the lack of clarity on what the GRC is uh, is all about. Um, 
but I like that 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 Cap is gonna be this character who's like like this is the wrong this is the, this like there's we can do this differently. There's a different path here that's gonna make people not want to come and attack you and try to kill you. <laughs> you know. Look, I you know I mean sure if you want the advice of Captain America, great. But I I mean I don't know are we are we giving one person too much too much authority in this? Well, I don't think he has authority. I, I, I mean, maybe as a moral authority, but, uh, uh, you know, it's not like he's dictating policy. No, I understand he's not dictating policy, but but he, but, but even that sort of moral authority, I, I, you know, I, I don't think that that should be placed solely in one person. I, I don't know. I'm kind of okay with it if it is. I mean, it's it's it's... Cap's kind of always supposed to have had a little bit of that in him, just the way like Superman was in, over in DC. You know, like these guys are like the high water mark. Yeah, I understand that, but I mean, you want to get into the politics of Superman? I'm, I'm not, I, I, I'm not that big of a fan. I don't want to get into the politics of anything with you. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a conversation I cannot handle. <laughs> I'm gonna end up banging my head against the table. <laughs> okay. I, I listen. I, I think the speech is effective for what it's trying to do with the show and again the part that i like the most of it is when he's talking and we see you know again this is this is a captain america now who is is taking advantage of a modern world where everything's on tv everything's on your phone everything is 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 you know the 24-hour news cycle so he's giving the speech and it's being broadcast everywhere and i love when they cut to isaiah's house and you see his reaction to what Sam yeah. is saying. And, you know, Carl Lumley doesn't say a fucking line in the scene. And he fucking owns it. He crushes it. The emotion on that man's face says everything you need to know about how he feels about what Sam is saying. And I loved it. I would say it was the one good thing to come out of the speech. Well, listen, we're, we're, we're not going to solve our world differences on this <laughs> with any grandstanding speeches, of obviously. We can agree to disagree, though, right? It was bad. End of story. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was nearly as bad as you did. I, 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 I get the gist of what he's saying, and I like a lot of the things he did say. Uh, again, specifically talking about his, his perspective as, as a black man wearing the, wear, you know, slinging the shield. I, I I liked a lot of that stuff, and you know, may, you know, I, everyone knows I'm the easy mark on the on this podcast, so <laughs> it, it's not a you know, it's not a high bar to impress me, but I liked it. Okay. <laughs> again, it's okay. Like, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to persuade you to my side. I totally respect your opinion. I, I I think a lot of the things you had to say are valid, but I think you're I think again I'm, again I don't want to argue. So uh, it, I, I it's all good. It's all good. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say something else, but then it's like I'm arguing, so I don't want to do that. Like, it, it, but what? I was gonna say something else, but then I was like, well, that's kind of arguing still. Like, let's not argue. <laughs> I mean, you can say I don't care. No, yeah. it's fine. Like I said, for me, it worked for for getting our characters where they need to go, and 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 I, that I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with that. Any sort of speech was gonna be difficult at best, you know. Again, because because. There's no clear uh, understanding of what exactly the GRC is doing, but other than that, it's, it's inspiring insurrection across the globe. So maybe it's not the best thing ever. 
And again, maybe maybe. This, maybe maybe this is something that gets more fleshed out in the movies. I, I don't know. I was actually surprised we never got a little bit more of a, of a, of a look into what what's going on with the GRC or that there was some – I was a little surprised there wasn't some sort of evil machinations going on behind the GRC at the same time. You know, I, I thought I thought perhaps Carly was going to expose some sort of conspiracy going on, and that might lead either to like the next season or to a movie. Uh, but that never happened. So, uh, uh, you know, I, we'll see if the GRC is just a plot device for this series or if it's something that moves forward in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I more or less agree. Um, I wondered myself if, like you said, there was going to be something... Uh, corrupt about the organization, and and that was that was never really exposed. Um, so, you know, yeah, you know, it's funny. I I, I was thinking about it today, and, and and like like I said at the beginning at the beginning of the episode, I really enjoyed uh, this episode and and the the series overall. I really really liked a lot. Um, but we, I, I feel like when we first started doing these episodes about the show, I think we both thought there would be like more like espionage, spycraft stuff, and none of that really ever happened. It was actually a much smaller story than I think we thought it would be. Smaller? I don't. I. I mean, I thought it was pretty. I mean, it was, I, I mean, it... I, I guess I see what you're saying. I, I felt like this story was was plenty large, but I, you know, I. I feel like they could have shrunk it down no, and I mean, maybe I just focused mean, more on spycraft. I just mean in the sense of like there, there was a lot of episodes that were focused on our characters and, and, and developing them and, and the kind of journeys they were each going through. That's that's what I mean there. Like it, it wasn't like okay. I think I just sort of I don't know. I think I just sort of had like a like a Marvel movie in my head, you know, where it's just, you know, high action for two hours with with all that stuff in there. Uh, and, and this was a much more personal story for, for these characters. And I liked that a lot. I really, really did. Yeah. And that's all I meant by smaller. It, it was just, it, it, you know, it was a little bit more intimate with the characters. Gotcha. Which, again, is, is part of the charm of these Disney Plus shows is you can you can get in these characters' heads and, and hearts a little bit more than you can in a, in a two, two-and-a-half-hour movie. Right. And, you know, as, as I mentioned, uh, I already mentioned Carl Lumley, just absolutely killing it. But what did you think of, of Sam visiting Baltimore and and the the scene the the scene at the house and then the scene that it leads to what you what you think of all that because that for me that was insanely emotional I loved it so so very much. Uh, no, I, I I liked the scene. I thought it was very good. Um, I honestly my only my only criticism of it was that was that final shot where they 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 dolly in on on the statue of of Isaiah in the uh, in the cap exhibit. Um, they move in on the statue and like the lighting shifts so that his eyes darken and they just look kind of hollow and he looks a little scary. <laughs> and I thought, eh, they could, that, I feel like they should have worked on the lighting of that shot, but that's just like a technical thing. So. I, I love the conversation they were having uh, in, in Isaiah's garden. I thought that was really cool. And, and uh, Isaiah's reaction to, to what he saw when he saw Sam on TV and I, I loved all of it so so much, and I but I I especially liked it when he, when he said he said uh, that Sam was special, but he but he ain't no he ain't no Mandela he ain't no Martin he ain't no Malcolm. Sure. I thought that was yeah funny. no it was it was good it was a good scene it was funny but I and uh, the, like the emotion that Carl Lumley brought to it when they go to that wing in the in the, in the Captain America uh, exhibit. You know, for Isaiah and and and, and seeing uh, what what Sam made happen, and and I, I just thought it was like super super powerful. Yeah, 
No, I, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was I thought it was very well done. Um, I thought, man, they got that exhibit put in there pretty quickly. Well, th- th- I thought about the same thing too, but they don't really talk about how much time's passed since. Yeah. You know, between events, they don't really go that way. I mean, it could have you know could have been a while now. You know, <laughs> who knows? I mean, it feels like it was like the next day. But I, I really liked how they uh, had kind of put uh, just a really nice touch on on, on Isaiah's story. At the end there, I I wasn't I wasn't sure uh, how they were gonna wrap that up, and I think they did it better than I was gonna give them credit for. I really like like I really like what Sam did for Isaiah, and and uh, and like, all and all the soldiers that were that were part of those experiments that that made Isaiah a super soldier. Right, and and um. Yeah, I agree with you. I I thought though, I thought they were going to leave it a little more open ended, and it was going to be, and it you know obviously it can and might still be something that that they come back to later on, but I, I thought they were going to leave it a little more, I guess, open ended. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, no, I wasn't completely sure what they were going to do, but I again, I was completely emotionally, completely satisfied with with what they did do. And and you know I give I I have to give Marvel a little bit of, oh, or actually I have to I have to give Marvel a lot of credit because I wasn't sure like listen they don't go to like they don't plumb the depths and the complexity of, of racial issues in in America in this show but the fact that they at least began to talk about them I thought was a really big step for for adding some 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 layers to to the Marvel universe you know what I mean Yeah I I mean, I, I agree in theory with what you're saying, um, you know, but like I, you know, I said this way back on episode one, I, I think they just need to be careful and make sure they're not coming off as being ham fisted. And no, and I, um, I don't think they were. No, I, I, I don't think they were. Um, but I, but it's kind of like you said, like they're not, they're not really sort of plunging the depths of it. And, you know, so so even in this, sometimes it felt a little, it did feel a little empty to me because it's like, well, they're, they're having a conversation, but it's not really a conversation. You know, it's just, it's just a few lines here and there. No, sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, but I mean, the, the, the lines they did use, I thought were pretty, were pretty good. I mean, when, you know, when, when Sam, going back to the speech that I know you're not a fan of, but when Sam talks about how, Every time he picks up the shield, he knows there's gonna be a million people that hate him. You know, I mean, that's that's powerful stuff. There's there's some good stuff in there. Sure. You know, it's it's uh, again, Mar- you know, I, I I just give them credit for for giving it a go, and I think doing a, a pretty good job at it. You know, again, it's it's Marvel, it's Disney, it's not uh, their wheelhouse to to really explore these issues with any sort of uh, a great narrative of plum you know yeah i i mean i agree um i'll just leave it at that yeah that's fine that's fine again there's not much to, again there's not much to get to I, I just give him credit for for making sure that it was something that was talked about on the show you know that that hey if sam's gonna be captain america like there's gonna be a lot of people who don't who don't like that and again the treatment of of isaiah and and, and soldiers back in the day it's it's i mean it's all it's all there it's all history i mean it's it's not like they made it up Right, so I, I I applaud them for for you know even even being brave enough to do that and and you know maybe down the road maybe sometime 
uh, you know, if if Marvel continues to be the fixture that it is, maybe we do get to plumb more more of those those the depths of 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 racism in in America as using superheroes as like the vehicle for it. I, you know, I just don't know. I, we'll, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Because I mean, let, let me let's be honest. I mean, the comic books have been doing this for you know fifty sixty years, the good ones at least. Yeah, but I mean, even those have been very. Uh... You know, it's all pretty surface level, even in the comics, at least the ones that I've read. I, you've read a lot more than, than me. You know, I didn't read the truth, uh, the, the truth story arc, so. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, it, again, Mar- you know, in, in Marvel, Marvel now is a lot different than the Marvel who that published the truth back in, in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, you know, obviously being owned by Disney. Not that Disney is like overt in it, like interfering you know, with that kind of stuff, but there might, there might be, there's, I, there, there's been a lot less controversial Marvel books, you know, in the last like five, six years, ever since they, they fell under the, the, the house of the mouse. Right. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see. But, uh, and so, and yeah, I mean, we end up with a big party in Louisiana. looks like they're having a crawfish boil. That looks like a good time. Um, yeah. Mark, I, I know you, how much you love the boat. You you loved all those boat scenes last episode, so I bet you're stoked to go back to the boat. It was, I mean, it was fine. It's like, <laughs> no, they're just having a barbecue at this point. I'm done with that. You know, well, like everyone everyone's gonna come to a barbecue. Not everyone's gonna come help you fix your boat. <laughs> well, in conclusion, you know, I think we I think we've covered everything in this episode, right? Did we? I mean, well, we we didn't we didn't cover the post credit scene. We only touched on that. Yeah, I mean, I guess we need to talk a little bit about Sharon Carter. I I, I again, I didn't like. I I thought that was like the one the most unsatisfactory angle of the story. Yeah. Um, and now that she's back in the, working for the government, you know, obviously, I I feel like that's another thing they're setting up for the movie. This this Sharon Carter power broker now, having access to government secrets. Um, again, I think that's that's all foreshadowing. I think. The Contessa U.S. agent stuff more foreshadowing. I don't, I don't have much to say about it other than that. I, I thought the power broker stuff was handled kind of clumsily, right? And and you know hopefully it just pays off better in the movies. Yeah, um, I like yeah, that they, I, I like that they brought back that that um, that 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 mask technology that Black Widow used in in Winter Soldier. I did not even remember that. Oh, I liked that they brought that back. I was like, oh, that was I remember that. Black Widow did that. <laughs> I don't know. That's so funny. I mean, it hardly it hardly even phased me, I guess, because I'm so used to seeing like Mission Impossible movies and people ripping off their faces to reveal <laughs> another face underneath. <laughs> True. Um, True. Yeah, you know. But um no, like I, I thought the scene in the in, in, in the courtroom or whatever, like I, I thought that was fine. But then I thought I thought I thought it just went on too long. You know, all they needed to do was end with her leaving the courtroom with that wry smile on her face. Yeah, we didn't need we didn't need the stuff with her on the courtroom steps, laying out everything to whoever she's talking to on the phone. I just uh, just unnecessary. And and honestly, like, I you know, I liked Emily Van Camp in, in episodes three and four. I was happy to see uh, Sharon Carter come back. I didn't think she was very good in this episode. No, it, well, I mean, again, if you want to, if you want to, kind of pick the nits of the plot, I don't really even understand why she's there. <laughs> I, I mean, isn't she there to I mean, kill what, Carly what, or try to get Carly to come back? Right, to her? but it's, I don't know. I guess like if you're the power broker, don't you just like send someone to do that for you? 
I mean, I feel like at this point she wants to make an emotional appeal to her. Right. Well, and then you also get the, the other awkward spot where it's like Carly could have just told Falcon or could have told Cap, like, hey, by the way, your friend over there is a power broker. And that would have completely yeah, like Carly run away and, and Sam would be like, what? Yeah, that's very true. Um, but, you know, she does shoot Batrock, so I guess Batrock's done. Well, I, guess, I, I was going to say that that's the real question. Is is Bat is Batrock done or or does he survive? I guess it depends on how good a shot she is. <laughs> I mean, no one declared him dead. We didn't see his head blown off or anything. He could have just taken one in the gut. Perhaps he will rise to leap again one day. I certainly hope so. I like I I like George St. Pierre as as a Batroc, so I I do well, kind of hope he comes back. Let me tell you, I think we saw in this episode why he has not been <laughs> featured more heavily. Hey, he's an MMA <laughs> guy. I like, I like him. Not a good actor. Not a good actor. Well, that's why they let him speak French so much. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You can't tell. At least American audiences can't tell when he's speaking French. <laughs> trying to think do we i feel like that's everything right yeah i think that's it okay well uh in conclusion uh how did you feel about the series overall it was fine it was fine how dare you? it was fine um no you know it, it, it it's hard because i you know i thought episodes one and two were just kind of okay like like that's fine and then i thought three and four were really good and i thought five was very solid this to me was like it just it just I like I don't think I've ever seen a show come off the rails so quickly. I don't want to say it was like a train wreck, but you know it it just it just derailed for me. And um, yeah, just I, I wasn't a fan. Uh, if we if we're gonna rate it out of ten, I know we did with uh, Wandavision. Yeah. Ah, man, it, it's hard. Like like last night after finishing watching it i i would have said a seven but i don't know I, I i think it it might be right there with wanda at a six what did i give wanda i can't remember <laughs> i think you gave wanda an eight okay all right that sounds right um i i definitely disagree with you i i, I think and i i don't know if you'll go back and watch this episode again i i, I took a lot more out of it watching this the second time um, uh-huh. mostly because I, I think I sort of had convinced myself, I was like, oh, I know what the beats are going to be here, I know how this is going to shake out and then when none of it happened, I was like, oh well, this is different uh, <laughs> and not that that was a bad thing I, I, again, I was sort of there There are some sort of, uh, there are some story elements that again, don't land for me, like I, I'm not I was not satisfied with the power broker stuff uh, John Walker showing up and everyone just kind of being cool with him I thought was a little like convenient but i was like all right well whatever there's they're seeing he's trying to do the right thing so maybe i can buy it from that perspective right i I never got the clarity i wanted from the grc um right so i mean yeah there's there's definitely some plot stuff but i I, watching the second time around i did i think it it increased my enjoyment of it from the first from the first watch and i did like how i i really like how the episode when it when it ended you know, after the party scene, you know, how it changes, the, the credits change, and it says Captain America and the Winter Soldier instead of the Falcon. I, I really like that oh, part okay. of it, too, how they, how they change that, because it's like, yeah, it's, it, this is it. It's real. This, this, was the, this was the journey. We were at the destination. And from this point forward, Sam Wilson is Captain America. And I, I really like that. I like how they hammered that home for you. Like, in, in case you're not paying attention, this is it. 
Well, I guess that's the thing. I think at that point I wasn't paying attention anymore because I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I was already just like, oh, it's over. Good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> For me, I, I really like the series overall. Like I said, it's got some shortcomings, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, some of the... some of the I, They might have been overly ambitious with some of their storylines. And, you know, maybe six episodes just wasn't enough time to tell everything the way they maybe had hashed out. Or else they just didn't have enough to go on. And they're like, it has to be six because we're kind of running thin here. And I don't yeah. know, you know, I don't know what the case is for that. But, I mean, overall, I really, really, really liked the show. And it hit enough emotional high points for me. Mostly because, like, I liked the characters. And I liked getting to know Sam better as a character, too. You know, you you get glimpses of Sam in, in, in you know, in Winter Soldier and Civil War. And then obviously like the Avengers movies are all big action sequences, so you know you don't get to do much character stuff there. But I liked getting right. to know his character a lot better, and I liked getting to explore you know Bucky and then the aftermath of being the Winter Soldier and how he's dealing and coping with that. And and you know obviously I was a big fan of the Isaiah Bradley stuff. I I love that all so much. And like fucking Carl Lumley should get like seven awards for this just because he killed it every time he showed up on screen. Um. Uh, I'm tempted to give it a nine, but I feel like eight point five is probably more appropriate because I, I did I did have enough kind of like ah, I would have liked this storyline to be a little bit more understood like like again like that GRC thing I really wish I knew what they were all about. Yeah, um, you are far too generous. Um, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that part though. That's that's not a surprise. Well, um, no, I, I guess to just kind of summarize my thoughts on it overall is like. Good character stuff. I I liked the character stuff, uh, but just the plot. The 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 plot just kind of falls apart because the, so much of the plot hinges on the GRC, and at the end of this story, we still know so very little about it. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, uh, you know, you're not going to get me. A, 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 I won't be arguing with you about the power broker stuff. I I, t- I thought that was disappointing, but I love going to Madripoor. Thought that was cool. And for the most part, I, I liked what they did with, with the Flag Smashers and, and, and Carly. And Oh, you know what? I should ask you about that. What did you think of uh, Bucky using the app to capture the super soldiers <laughs> before they got blown up? <laughs> well, I mean, we had talked about like how stupid it was that they just had an app. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was like, well, of... serves them right. It, it is kind of funny that, that, that their app was their undoing. <laughs> yeah. So something about that kind of, I was like, oh, that actually sort of makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, and uh, I, in case we didn't highlight enough, I, I, I enjoyed the helicopter sequences at the beginning, too. I thought that was pretty cool stuff. And the way the way Sam's using the shield and, and flying, and you, the whole thing. I, in case I'm not underscoring it enough, Sam as Cap is pretty badass. I want to see more of it. Yeah, I you know, I liked the, the helicopter sequence. Um, you know, but again, I, I just come back to, like, wow... I really hope that that suit has some kind of like that brainium lining because this dude is gonna get killed. <laughs> I mean, he does talk about uh, that. How he yeah, he, he like he, killed doing he this. took a yeah. I'm so, sorry, um, but he took a beating. You know, <laughs> like get this man some vibranium. <laughs> get this man some vibranium. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I can see T'Challa saying it right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, T'Challa would be like, what do you mean we just gave him a suit? You didn't put vibranium in it? Come on! Yeah. Things are really going downhill in Wakanda. They're just hoarding that, that vibranium for themselves. They're like, they already yeah. got a shield. 
Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, again, like I said, maybe we'll see like an evolution of the costume at some point. I mean, I, I feel like that's sort of like the staple for a lot of Marvel st- movies anyways is like kind of sort of like the evolution of the costumes. Actually, except in Cap's case. In Cap's case, I mean, he goes back to like his, you know, World War II fatigues. Yeah, because that, that Avengers OG was a little weird. That's America's ass, baby. Don't even. <laughs> we All still right. need to talk about Endgame. No, boy. <laughs> well, again, like I said, I really like this show. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry it, it fell apart for you, but I enjoyed the heck out of it. And, uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to Loki in, in June. Yeah, for some reason, I'm looking forward to Loki, too. I'm not sure why at this point. I feel like this podcast has forced you to get back involved in the Marvel Universe, and you're actually secretly liking it more than you want to admit. <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying watching it. I Look, I always end up seeing the movies. You know, I think lately it's gotten to the point where I even go to the theater to go see them. Um, you know, so, I, you know, I always keep up. Like, no matter what it is, like, I just like watching movies. You know me. It, does, I don't, it doesn't matter if I like it or don't like it. Um, I, I, while I'm sitting there watching it, I'm having a good time. Um, you know, I, but, but to me, Marvel, Marvel has always just kind of been middling and, and, and this was a bit disappointing just simply because I felt like there were some really good highs here in, in this, in this show. And then, yeah, it it just, they kind of stuck the landing, but they definitely they definitely wobbled a bit. No, again, we we I think we've been very honest with with our criticisms of, of some of the plot stuff. Like, I think the character stuff gets like an A plus, but like the plot stuff's like a B minus, maybe even a C plus, because because some of it is just just not fully developed enough for for my for my liking. Right, right. And and you know I I don't know C my C plus seems harsh. I I I'd probably go B minus. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just, I know I'm a pushover. I know I get it. It's it's a C minus at best. <laughs> well, my enjoyment of the character stuff uh, outweighs you know in my 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 plot critiques. So it, it's okay by my in my opinion. Well, hey, that, yep, <laughs> it's your opinion. Hey, all right, man. Listen, I guess I guess we're done talking about this. Then we can we can close. Uh, this this book on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, aka Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and and uh, again, I thought it was a successful series. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Mark, a little less, little less, but uh, again, I'm I'm glad you watched it. I'm glad we did these podcasts. I had a lot of fun doing this, doing this with you. Yeah, no, me too. And and let's let's put it on the record. You're gonna do Loki, huh? Aren't you? Aren't you? Yeah, sure. Why We're, not? There it is, folks. We're doing the Loki show. June 11th, be here. We'll be here. <laughs> so buckle up for that one. Mark's right. thoughts. Mark, Mark, how do you feel about Tom Hiddleston overall? As as Loki, I think he's great. Um, in other things, mm, how dare you? I could take him or leave him. How dare you? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good, man. We'll talk later. Thanks for doing this. And uh, yeah, we'll be back June 11th. Get ready. Bye. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Later. Bye. I ain't gonna lie. You're special. Thank you. I mean, you ain't no Malcolm or Martin Mandela, but... No argument there. 
but I know what I've got to do. All right, that's the conversation. Hope you had a good time with that. I hope you've enjoyed this entire series that that we've done, reviewing, recapping, recapping, breaking down, analyzing uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, airing exclusively on Disney Plus. Again, a show that I I enjoyed quite a bit. Yeah, there's there's nits to pick, but overall, very much enjoyed. And I love having Mark on here, uh, particularly on an episode like today where we sort of have some contrasting opinions about some of the stuff in there. And you heard some of that discussion specifically about Sam's uh, speech to the GRC people. But again, interesting. Love having... It's always good to have a little disagreement on the, on the podcast, and it's good to have different opinions. That's A-OK by me. So thank you to him, because I know that can be sometimes be a tough thing uh, to kind of put yourself out there, put yourself in a little bit of the spotlight, and have an opinion that, you know... Maybe maybe other people don't share and and but again I appreciate him doing that and again I think other people have criticisms of this episode as well we'll see how it all shakes out but uh, again I keep saying again <laughs> I don't know why but thanks to Mark for coming and hanging out and I look for I'm I am looking forward to doing uh, the reviews and the breakdowns for Loki when that comes out in June and yeah I hope you're here with us for those as well I want to thank once again the official members of Pophead Nation without you this show does not go on. Thank you. Uh, if you want to join Pop Nation, head over to patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. You can join the nation, gain access to the bonus content. Thank you to our current patrons, the Aspinel Chody, the Batman of A Park, Jeff Nail. Jeff is the host of the Ringing Ear, a fantastic music podcast called The Ringing Ear. I just said that name twice. I didn't mention that earlier, though, so I had to say it twice to make up for it. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evils of all circles, the Squidmaster General, Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Holly Quinn of uh, Brian and Krista Brian Brewing Company, right here in San Diego, California, and our newest official member, Jesus Beer Hops, our, our new official Hophead Ambassador. We're sending him out into the world with beer and podcasts to listen to. It's going to be a good time. Remember, we are on all your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, all those good things. If you're listening via Apple Podcast and you take the time to give us a five-star review, so insanely helpful. Help us defeat the evil algorithm that's keeping us down. <laughs> yeah, it's an evil algorithm. I think Modoc made it. You know what I'm saying. Remember, we are on social media as well, at TomCastPopCast. Twitter and Instagram, please give us a follow. And like, like our content. That's always good. Email the show, TomCastPopCast, for all your scathing diatribes. I look forward to reading them. And with that being said, we're going to get out of here. We ran a little long today, but that's okay. It was a fun, fun conversation. I will talk to you all very, very soon. Ciao, babes. Great story. Compelling and rich. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions.